I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Light Morning Shot, and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. Over 45% of faculty in Indian higher education institutions have been striving hard to manage during the pandemic by learning continually to improve their digital skills, which has led to extreme tiredness and draining of energy levels, claims the Faculty Academic Review for Excellence 2020 survey. It cites factors such as being under constant observation while teaching through an unfamiliar medium with totally new tools, difficulty in engaging learners and getting them to respond and collaborate during lessons, and assessing the learning outcomes as major challenges. The World Trade Organization announced it will miss a 2020 deadline to secure an agreement prohibiting subsidies that threaten the sustainability of global fishing, reports Bloomberg. The announcement comes as countries, including China and India, hold out for an exemption. As part of a new and sustainable development goal target, negotiators were tasked with eliminating subsidies for illegal, unreported and unregulated fishing and prohibiting certain subsidies that contribute to overcapacity and overfishing. Talks have also been held up by COVID-19 restrictions on meetings and the change in the US administration. Globally, such subsidies amount to an estimated $14 to $54 billion per year, according to the WTO. The talks have been ongoing for more than a decade, but gained a new urgency in recent years as the world's fish population fell below sustainable levels. Business travellers to Singapore can heave a sigh of relief as the country will launch a new segregated travel lane aimed at business travellers on short-term visits from the second half of January 2021, reports the Press Trust of India. Trade and Industry Minister Chan Chun Singh explained that the Connect at Singapore initiative will be open to a limited number of businesses, officials and high economic value travellers from all countries who are staying in the country for up to 14 days. Applications for the segregated travel lane will open in the middle of January 2021 and Singapore can expect the first travellers to arrive from the second half of the month. The travellers will have to stay within their pre-declared travel group within the segregated facility and they will not be allowed to mingle with others. They will also have to abide by all prevailing national safe management measures. Somalia's government cut diplomatic ties with neighbouring Kenya, citing interference in its internal affairs, according to Bloomberg. The announcement was made a day after Kenyan President Uhuru Kenyatta said he is holding talks with the leader of a breakaway region of northern Somalia that's lobbying for international recognition. 
the rift in relation comes as the two nations prepare to square off at an international tribunal in March over a maritime border dispute. Diplomatic relations between the two Eastern African nations soured last year after Kenya accused Somalia of auctioning four offshore oil blocks in a disputed offshore area, an allegation Somalia has denied. In October 2019, Somalia summoned Kenya's ambassador after a Kenyan-registered aircraft landed without permission in Jubaland, a region of Somalia that's seeking greater autonomy. According to the latest National Family Health Survey, or NFHS report, child marriages continue to plague the country. A high prevalence of child marriages was found in Bihar, West Bengal and Tripura, where over 40% women were married before they turned 18, reports PTI. The survey covered 22 states and union territories in the country. The NFHS 5 is being conducted on 6.1 lakh sample households, involving household-level interviews to collect information on population, health, family planning and nutrition-related indicators. Bihar, Tripura and West Bengal were among the states where the highest number of surveyed women aged 20 to 24 years reported to have been married before they turned 18, which is the legal age for marriage. Andhra Pradesh, Assam and Bihar reported the highest number of women aged 15 to 19 years who were already mothers or pregnant at the time of the National Family Health Survey, Tokyo will be going ahead with a nationwide socially distanced torch relay, 100 days before the Olympic flame begins its coronavirus-delayed journey around Japan, reports Bloomberg. Despite a recent spike in infections, games officials believe the relay can be held safely and in front of spectators with around 10,000 runners carrying the torch around Japan's 47 prefectures. The torch relay was postponed just two days before it was due to begin earlier this year, when the decision was taken to delay the Games by 12 months because of the pandemic. This is a little bit surprising because a poll released earlier on Tuesday by national broadcaster NHK showed a majority of Japanese people oppose holding the Games next year, favouring another delay or cancellation of the massive event. Meanwhile, COVID has forced Japan to cancel its famous Sapporo Snow Festival for the first time since its inception in 1950. You are listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.